0: Now is the only minute we have. We have no idea what tomorrow holds. This life happens once, and in the blink of an eye, it's over. Before we know it, 10 years have passed, and we have no idea where the time went. Every now and then, a gentle nudge appears, reminding us to live, to live out loud, and to live life now. This life is so beautiful when we stop to smell the roses, when we take a moment away to be present. And to look at the miracles happening all around us, we can't help but want to celebrate. The small things we take for granted are really the big things. How often do you truly celebrate the joys of life? Are you living life or is life living you? I invite you to celebrate life in every moment possible before these precious moments pass on by. Don't put celebration off for another moment or another special occasion. Let's tap into it together. Step into your life and live to celebrate. Hello there, all my celebrators, and welcome to the next episode of Live to Celebrate. This one is super special to me. I have such an amazing guest on, and we're talking about the word change. Like, What does change really mean to you? Uh, change really evokes fear in some and and excitement in others and really dread in many. But what can we all agree on is change is really picking up the pace. No one likes change, uh, but it comes at such a steady pace. And uh, there's one thing that we know is always going to happen is change. And there's someone in my life who is really special to me that experienced a massive change in just the quality of life and what they're doing and it just happens to be my son Bobby so welcome to the podcast
1: hello hello I'm Bobby uh her son as she just said uh I'm, ex- I'm excited for whatever's about to happen not entirely sure guess we're both about to find out
0: Yes, I love that he didn't want any questions up front. He wanted to be super authentic, so he has no idea what I'm about to ask him. But as some of you have seen this past month, Bobby and I have been working hard on uh finally launching Bobby's Bandits. And uh it's our very own nonprofit profit, really focused at providing relief for families and children newly diagnosed with type 1 diabetes who uh, Bobby was, if you guys have not heard, uh, hit with this news when he was nine years old. Uh, So it kind of shook our family. And for anyone I could think of that would know anything about the word change, he totally comes to mind. Um, You know, a change in lifestyle is a sudden change as a kid at nine years old. And his ability to be a normal kid really shifted so my first question really, Bobby, is tell us, uh, once you were diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at age 9, what has been the biggest challenge that you had to overcome and continue to overcome on a daily basis?
1: Uh, consistency and responsibility, probably. Like, you know, with all of this, it is a change in your life, but it's just something you got to adapt to, as is any other change. And mine is, you know, taking my medicine on time, checking my blood sugar, all of that. Uh, and really, the biggest uh, you know thing to overcome is just keeping myself responsible, doing all that consistently, taking my medicine, checking my blood sugar, everything with that. It's really just a responsibility that's placed on me, but really, it's just about owning up to that responsibility uh that's the big thing there.
0: I love that so much, and responsibility is big when you are trying to teach someone at age nine and he took that on with such an amazing amazing talent and i'm so so proud of him but you know when you get such a big life thing thrown at you like that incurable disease you know feeling confused and upset is so normal um and i know how it felt for me but i love talking to you about it because you know when you go through this it affects your life in so many different ways you can't eat or do anything without thinking about type 1 diabetes. Like, how do you deal with these feelings on a daily basis, especially as a teenager?
1: Um, I mean, really, the reality of it is as much as it is probably – it's like it is a hard thing at times. But the reality of it is I've had it at this point for so long, such a good amount of my life, that I can't really remember a time before it as well, um, that it's just a normal thing. This is how I live my life. Other people live their life the way they do. This is just – This is just my life and I I deal with it. There's not a really like a big thing where I'm like dreading it every day or anything. It's just like, this is my routine and I get on my routine. And when I get off my routine, I don't feel good. So, you know, just got to be on your routine and that's about it.
0: Okay. So staying really disciplined.
1: Pretty much. You just got to, you know, it's just like, it's, yeah, I got diabetes, but I mean, whatever. I'm still going to be me. It's all good.
0: I love that. It's hard when you hear that word, incurable disease, right? Uh, tell us some feelings that kind of went through your head and anyone that's listening that might be going through the same struggle, any advice that you can give them.
1: Okay. Well, with the whole like incurable thing, I mean, it's just like, it is hard to hear, but you gotta, it's just, again, you gotta like own up to maybe that challenge. You know, it's kind of like the way I think about it is just like any other challenge in life. You just got to own up and show that you can do it. Whatever life throws at you, you just got to deal with it and move on and that's just you now like okay it's incurable okay so then i don't have that thing in my head like oh maybe it'll maybe i'll just not have to deal with it and that'll take some responsibility away from me no it's incurable and you got to deal with it so this is what i got to deal with and it's just me so it's just a part of me it's never going to go away and that's all good with me you know just uh you just deal with it
0: well i love that we're on the topic of incurable because i know there's so much research going on about finding a cure for type 1 diabetes, like what's the biggest area with type 1 that you're curious about right now and why about the future of of anyone with type 1 diabetes?
1: Well, previously, I have done research for school us uh, papers and such about um the whole thing with genetic editing and how that could uh, potentially impact this as it's a genetic disease and not uh, and so. It's just passed down, uh, inherited through your parents and all. So with the uh, potential of uh, gene editing uh, programs like CRISPR, uh, there's a possibility that it's able to be prevented uh, in the future if it is found that a uh, like a toddler or anything is predisposed to it. so you're able to go in and maybe change somebody's uh, genetic code, which sounds crazy, but I could be a real possibility in the future.
0: Amazing. You completely lost me on that whole Sentence and uh, paragraph, but uh, you know, he's he digs deep into the research and uh, making sure to stay on top of any of the testing. And we're so hopeful for a cure in this lifetime. But really, kind of going off of even just the type one diabetes specifically, there's a lot of kids and teens your age that are dealing with a big life change. And, you know, what is something that you can leave some of the young adults with that would be a major and would have a major impact on them at dealing with some major life changes?
1: So for any major life changes, I mean, of course, it's going to be hard at first. There's no denying that. But it's all about taking that change and just realize that this is going to happen. So you have to adapt. It's all about adapting to your new environment, new you, new whatever it is you just adapt, overcome. And that's exactly what you got to do. And as long as you are able to adapt, it doesn't matter if you do it super quickly, slowly, your pace, you'll be able to completely be okay.
0: I love that. So uh, a big myth around type one diabetes is that you can't play sports and you can't have a normal life. Uh, I want you to really shed some light on that for anyone listening.
1: Well, if I do say so myself, I'm kind of a baller when it comes to things. (laughs) I play volleyball at my high school. I just play basketball on the side. as more of a hobby kind of deal. And personally, I think that the type 1 diabetes is just, you know, it's an extra thing that I can flex. Like, yeah, I have type 1 diabetes and you still just lost 21 to 0. So how's that feel?
0: Oh, so you've shifted your whole mindset to, hey, I've got type one diabetes and I just flexed on you.
1: I mean, yeah. Like, what's the point of feeling sorry for yourself if I'm still going to beat them? Like,
0: OK, I love it. Uh, he's not competitive at all and <laughs> he does not get that <laughs> honest, I promise. Um, but, you know, we're seeing a big um you know, in the type one diabetes world, a lot of athletes coming out and talking about type one diabetes. And I think it's such a disease that people haven't talked about for so long. Um, You know, what does the generation look like now of talking more about it and making more awareness around it?
1: Well, just like, um, you know, spreading awareness about this disease and maybe uh, dispelling some myths about it, it can always be positive for the people that have it. And the more that this is actually spread, the more that uh, research can be done into it uh, that will potentially help uh, future generations, uh, future kids that have type one diabetes. um, Just be able to maybe have a better life with it, you know, maybe be able to prevent it completely. You never know what could happen, but spreading awareness can further that change.
0: I love that. So we've recently launched Bobby's Bandits which I'm so excited about. And I know you are too. Mm -hmm. Uh, We feel really, really passionate about making an impact locally on other families that are affected by this disease. You know, uh, tell us what really was your idea around Bobby's Bandits and what the mission really is surrounding.
1: Uh, Well, I guess the whole thing with Bobby's Bandits is just to help, you know, your everyday type 1 diabetic. Uh, There's kids out there that this medicine costs a lot of money. That's, there's no doubt about that. I mean, insulin's expensive. Pumps are expensive. Blood sugar testers are expensive. All of that is expensive. And if we're able to help the kids that aren't able to maybe get those medicines and devices that they need, then that's just such a positive impact on the world that could, um, it just, you know, spreading good like that is really what the whole uh, Bobby's Bandits is about.
0: What really is the biggest impact you'd like to see with this movement? Where would you like to see it in three, five years?
1: I just want to see it, you know, affecting like communities, like completely across the United States, like not not just stop in our local area, not just in Florida. I'd like to see it completely spread. And, you know, overall, just over years and years, I would like to see it become like a, you know, a worldwide thing that could help kids all over the place.
0: I love that. So I know it's something that we struggled with mm-hmm. uh, when you were younger is like, really funding the disease. And it's something that we see such a a hole in this and the type one diabetes community is helping those local families that are just suddenly hit with this news and suddenly hit with the monthly expenses. Um, So I know we have some big plans on, you know, taking it national and really challenging those insurance companies on what they actually put that type one diabetes, uh, you know, designation on. So where do you see like the legislation part of it going? And where do you see you being a part of that?
1: Um, First of all, I cannot say that I know completely all the legislature behind it. (laughs) I'm not going to claim that I'm not a politician or legal expert when it comes to that. (laughs) Um, But I mean, I would like to see it just become a much easier process when it comes to getting these medicines uh, for just uh, people all over the place. Like I said earlier, if if, it's able, if the medicine is able to become more accessible, as long as it still maintains, like it's still got to be good quality medicine, you still have to have the right pumps, still have to have the right insulin, all of that. As long as you're able to maintain that quality and get it to be more accessible, there's all good there.
0: I love that. So, you know, um, I think we can kind of end on the fact that, you know, every, people are not alone. And I think speaking out about type 1 diabetes has been so important and so instrumental for our family. Um, because we're starting to realize a lot of people that are affected by it and they just haven't necessarily spoke out about it. And, you know, feeling confused or upset is totally normal when you first get that diagnosis. And um, another part of Bobby's Bandits is uh, a mentorship program. And I want you to share a little bit about your ideas on what that mentorship looks like uh, to other kids that may be newly diagnosed.
1: Well, a mentorship program could really be uh beneficial if you're able to, you know, have an experienced diabetic, if that's what you want to call them, uh <laughs> come in and you know just help 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 somebody out if they're, you know, struggling to they just had this big diagnosis in their life and they're going to struggle to uh, you know, adapt and that's completely normal. I mean, I struggled adapting and just like any other kid newly diagnosed would struggle adapting. So, if you're able to have uh, you know, somebody that's had this for a while, had this for a while come in and really show you the ropes of everything. I could see that as being uh, you know majorly uh, beneficial to uh, people newly diagnosed.
0: Thank you for that. So I know you sound like you you have it all together and you know everything about type one diabetes and dealing with it on a daily basis. But I know it's an ongoing struggle. You know what what's one major thing that you kind of still struggle with every day? that you can leave our listeners knowing that, you know, they're not alone?
1: Probably my diet. Um, (laughs) I eat a lot and it's not always the healthiest food. So that is a struggle when it comes to these things. You know, of course, I do want to, I have a major sweet tooth and I like eating the things that I like to eat. But I mean, I still struggle with uh, controlling what I eat, you know, having the right amount and at a good time, I can't just keep eating a bunch of junk. Otherwise, you know, that's not good for any normal person, but especially for a diabetic, it's just not the best thing in the world. And I'm still struggling to get my diet to where it should be.
0: Definitely. Well, I appreciate your time so much today. Anything else that you want to leave our listeners with?
1: Uh, you know, if, if you're affected by type 1 diabetes uh, or you're just being diagnosed with something else or there's just major change in your life, you're going to be okay. You know, you just got to adapt to it. You will adapt to it. Trust me. It it may take time, but it will come naturally. You'll adapt and you're all going to be all good.
0: Thank you so much for that. Uh, I didn't cry, which is awesome. But I just want to leave you guys with that change doesn't have to be bad, right? For our family uh, this was a major change and for Bobby, but it can lead to something greater than where you are now. Like, even horrible changes can eventually be turned into something positive. Bobby's such an amazing example of dealing with uncertainty every day in his health, but he isn't going to let it hold him back. In fact, he wants to use what he knows. And what he goes through as a platform to help others. And I'm so proud of him. So this is when change can lead to a beautiful transformation. If you're going through a life change now, know that the haze will lift and it'll, and to begin to focus on what you do have left is such a beautiful thing. Uh, I'm so proud of you and the man that you've become and, you. you know, keep pushing. You are here on this planet to make a big difference. And I don't just say that as your mom, I know everyone else listening can feel it too. So thank you so much for being you. Thank you. Thank you guys.